All right. A track from Jeff Fuller's brand new CD, Keep Hope Alive. Jeff Fuller is joining us. Thank you so much for being with us tonight, Jeff. Hey, Richard. Hey, Jeff. Thank you for being with us. Hey, hey thank you so much for having me. It's, good. it's great to talk to you again. Yes, indeed. It is a pleasure to have you. So how's the weather out there in Falmouth? Oh, <laughs> uh, misty, rainy uh, most of the day today. Um, <laughs> we'll but, call- uh, so it's not exactly pristine Cape Cod weather, but uh, <laughs> tomorrow's going to be nicer. Oh, yeah. And That's we're going to go over to uh, Martha's Vineyard for the day and just drive around over there. Nice. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's more like foul myth as opposed to foul myth. Anyway, sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, weather it. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't resist. Jeff Fuller, my good friend and colleague, it's so wonderful to have you and to be doing this in conjunction with the release of your brand new CD, which is called Keep Hope Alive. Tell us a little bit about the CD and then we can play some tracks and get into some deep conversation. Sure, I'd be happy to. First of all, um, it's it's the fifth CD that I've done with this particular trio. We've been working together since for 10 years now, really, since the 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is our fifth CD. Uh, and they're all trio, piano-based drums. You heard Keep Hope Alive, which was composed by our pianist, a young man named Darren Litzy. Uh, who's making a name in his own right, a very fine piano player, a composer, and arranger, and it featured him on that song, and also our drummer, Ben Bellello, um, who's been, uh, like I said, in the band for 10 years, and both of these young gentlemen are, are fine players and uh, great colleagues, and they contribute to the music in lots of different ways, compositionally and arranging, and with great suggestions at all times. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you're blessed, no doubt. As I found out when I visited a recent gig of yours at uh, Best Video, and I was amazed. I I thought it was going to be a casual kind of thing. You guys were going to jam or something like that. But the songs were so tight and so beautifully arranged. I was really bowled over. And uh, yeah, Darren and Ben are just, oh, they're just superb. Absolutely wonderful and tasteful. It's great. Great group. It was great. It was great that you came out and heard us. You know, we do a, a mixture of original compositions and standard songs from the jazz repertoire, and a few, few uh, oddball arrangements along the way. I mean, on the CD, uh, we have we do an arrangement of um, "I Mean You" by Monk, but we mash it up with epistrophe, so it sounds like two Monk tunes thrown together. Um, but the originals, like you, we, the originals are a little more tightly arranged because each of us is a composer, and we just we have wanted to hear our music a certain way. So, um, yeah. and we've been doing it for ten years. <laughs> we've been doing these songs for an awfully long time. So, I like to think that the group is um, somewhat similar uh, to the type of construction you would find with the Bill Evans trio or Oscar Peterson trio. Those are my my uh, milestone groups that I listened to growing up, mm-hmm. and um, they just they were they were tight because they played together so much. They played together all the time, and they had the composers had ideas. Yes, well, actually, but you, what you do with standards 
For example, a monk tune, which we're going we're gonna to listen to in the next half hour or so, that is quite, quite amazing, that arrangement. And I'm trying to think of another one that I heard. Oh, yeah, you did Star Eyes, was it, on at uh, Best Video? That was a... We did Star Eyes. That's not on our CD, though. That's an example no. of a standard that you did with an interesting flair, I thought. Yeah. You know, so some of the standards we've done is like... A, all the things you are is on our happenstance CD. Um, this one contains the newest one contains Emily, and nobody else but me. And I mean you that I mentioned before. And those are standards. But we, we originally, Richard, the group started out, at least in my mind, and I think Darren was with me on this, that we would do all original music, and in order to get our take on you know jazz composition and harmony and rhythm out there in the public. And now our stuff is not particularly crazy and far out, but it's good and it sounds good. But what I found over the course of these 10 years we've been playing together is that the people that come to hear us, they want to hear some of the standard songs. And that's a good reason for that. Because like you were about to do, or what you were saying is, a good, to contrast with how other people play that same song gives them a, a kind of a milestone for, for t t their take on us. Mm -hmm. When you play nothing but original music, um, especially in such a small group like like we are, where everyone is, each of us is so exposed, the audience sometimes doesn't know quite what to make of your original music. You say, "Okay, that's nice, but <laughs> it's not all the things you are, or it's not the Richard Rogers song or Jerome Kern song." So you know, or even a Thelonious Monk or a Duke Ellington song. So they, sometimes the audience doesn't know what to expect when they hear original music, nothing yeah. but original music. So you throw you throw them a life raft and and allow them well, to more so, tether you yeah. know tether to something they know. Yeah, that's a that's a better a better to give them something to hang on to. But it's it's also because we enjoy playing the standards. I've I've built my whole career playing jazz standards. You know with with you know jazz artists of all of all of all types and sizes. So standard standard music is always good and will always be good. My friend Noah Behrman just released a, an album of entirely of standards, and uh -huh. uh, there were people. I I went out to I was at the side door to hear um, a trio recently. Who was that Pam that we heard out there? Who played nothing but standards? I asked him afterwards. I'm trying to read Bill Sharlap. Bill yeah. Sharlap. Right. I said, Bill, don't you do any originals? He said, Nope, just standards. <laughs> he does wow. them beautifully. Those standards are making a comeback, in my opinion. <laughs> well, that's funny that I've never heard Bill Sharlap live, but he is really. I mean, I guess you could say, in a way, your trio is you know similar to to his the way he does things, except as you say, he focuses only on standards. Why don't we try to keep the music rolling too? So what do you say we play the, the title cut from your CD? We can take a listen to that and then come back and talk some more. Absolutely. That's great. Keep hope alive. All right. Here it is.
Keep Hope Alive, the title track from Jeff Fuller's new CD release. Jeff, thank you for uh, bringing that lovely music to us. Tell us a little uh, bit about uh, the song and how you recorded it. I'm, I'm curious. Oh, I, must, I wanted to also comment on the fact that I know you're, you're an aficionado of uh, Brazilian music, and you have uh, actually have a, another group, the name escapes me right now, that does play largely uh, Brazilian style music, I guess, bossa novas and other types of Brazilian stuff. Is that group still existing? Oh, well, yeah, from time to time. The other group is called San Beleza. Yeah. And uh, we, primarily myself and Joe Carter, with uh, a Brazilian singer named Isabela Menzies, when she's available, or others when uh, she's not available. But we, um, yeah, Brazilian music and Latin music in general, you know, has been a big part of my musical life ever since I lived in New York City and started seriously playing with the cats, the Latin cats. I was with uh, Paquito's band for four years and played with um, uh, uh, lots of other Latin artists and have made a kind of a semi-career out of writing um, Afro-Cuban music, actually, for, for Latin jazz bands. Most of my arrangements are published by 3-2 Music on the West Coast. And I'm, in this spring, I'm going to have my uh, world premiere of an Afro-Cuban suite played by the uh, Yale Concert Band in May. The, stay tuned for the exact date. Wow. Yes, definitely. But, uh, Latin music is, like you, Richard, Latin music has been a big part of our lives. And uh, uh, so the jazz is jazz and Latin jazz are both branches on the same tree. Yeah, and, uh, I like to uh, pick the fruit from each of them from time to time. Indeed. Well, that song, you know, I, I guess you'd call it a pretty snappy, up-tempo bossa nova. Really a samba, more of a Yeah, samba. well, that's, that's what I was going to say was that I know there's a style of Brazilian music that I've heard where it starts out as a bossa nova, you know, kind of gentle and indoor friendly <laughs> to yeah. the diners who may be listening. And then at some point it changes and they... they I think the actual vernacular is they're taking it outdoors. <laughs> and at that point, the full samba percussion orchestra joins the previously very genteel trio or quartet that was playing, and the thing becomes a full-fledged samba. Well, I noticed in the middle of your song at different points, your bass line started to play what I thought sounded like the surdu. Exactly. And and that was just a lovely touch, which uh, gave it that, nailed it down as as really a samba versus a bossa nova. Exactly. I mean, I've had had a bunch of experience playing with Brazilian musicians, and uh, and that's the style. That's the way. That's the way it should be played. That's what I try to teach my students too, is how to play the true Brazilian style of bass playing, or or the true Cuban style of bass playing. You know, it takes a lot of study and a lot of experience. But I'm I'm I'm, I'm lucky and very fortunate. And I just love the music. I'm passionate about the music. Aha! Indeed, we're going to play some night music, which is also a track from. Keep Hope Alive CD, but just if you could say a word or two about how you folks record these albums, you know, in this day and age, it's a rarity when groups literally play live in the studio without any overdubbing. I'm wondering if you're able to do Uh, that with your configuration. Absolutely. No other way for this kind of music. It it requires uh, 
both visual and auditory contact the entire time we're playing. Uh, one of the great things about Ben and Darren is they're such good listeners, and uh, we react off of each other in split seconds. The audience wouldn't even ever know it. Yeah. Well, we're you know I'll answer something that Ben is rhythm that he's kicking in, or uh, I'll answer a particular type of melody that Darren is kicking in, and they both do the same with me. We recorded. Um, this latest at uh, at uh, Firehouse 12 Studio B, which mm. is absolutely a magnificent state-of-the-art studio downtown New Haven. Yep. Um, uh, the great DeCrosta was the engineer, and he he did a wonderful job. We were isolated, but we were that's for the sound. So I was in a booth, and Ben was in a booth, and Darren was in this magnificent, huge hall playing a Steinway D. Uh, which had just been tuned that morning, and you know, we we recorded it in two days. It took two days, but uh, yeah. uh, there's actually some videos on my website of the of the actual studio and the recordings. If you go to my website, which is www.jefffuller, J-E-F-F-F-U-L-L-E-R, no spaces, jefffuller.net, uh-huh. there's a, a whole page of videos actually taken from the studio. Right. Fun to watch. Yeah, I'm going to do that. That's fantastic. Okay, well, my name is Richard Hill. It's time for me to tell you that you're listening to WPKN in Bridgeport, 89.5 FM, and streaming online at WPKN.org. We are a listener-supported community radio station, and uh, we have recently moved, picked up our bootstraps, I guess you might say, and moved from a ancient and decrepit space over on the campus of the University of Bridgeport to this wonderful new space here on Fairfield Avenue, downtown Bridgeport, right next to the Bijou Theater. And it's a wonderful space, and it it feels so great. We have brand new equipment and everything, but by God, it is expensive to do this. So we would hope that People that are enjoying free-form radio of this type would support us. And you can do that by going to WPKN.org and checking, looking, scrolling around there on the homepage for the support or donate button. And it's a safe and secure way to give us a little bit of a push. Appreciate it. So let's, let's move on to Night Music, which was one of my favorite tracks on, on the record. I can't wait till we get to I Mean You. I think I <laughs> sat in with you on that song, and it was, I was like, whoa, yeah. fantastic. Well, anyway, we'll save that for when we actually play it. This is my original composition, Some Night Music, and um, uh, it, it all came to me very quickly sitting down at the piano. It all just came out, and it was a, it's very logical but very... Um, Very exciting composition. I hope people enjoy it. Here we go. Some night music.
Oh, boy, that was sweet. Very sweet. And what a drum solo, my God. He yeah, is, Ben's quite something. He really is. It's so melodic. He's very inventive. It's wonderful. But everything on that track is great. Your bass solo, of course, and Darren Litzy's playing is really perfect. Wonderful stuff. That was called Some Night Music, a track from Jeff Fuller's brand new CD release called Keep Hope Alive. That's a title of the phrase rings clarion call to many. Are you quoting Jesse Jackson? Keep Hope Alive? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of subconsciously, it's actually a song. Keep Hope Alive was actually a song that was introduced to me many years ago by a uh, Swiss piano player named Florence Melnott. And she used to play this song on our little gigs. We had gigs all over the place. Uh, mostly over Southern Connecticut area. And um, she always pulled this song out, and it stuck with me. And Florence has moved back to Europe for probably 20 years, but I've kept this song alive in my mind. Mm-hmm. And finally, what with the, oh, the whole COVID situation and the whole situation with the Ukrainian war, I said, this is the time to record this song, Keep Hope Alive. It's it's the very least we can do is keep hope alive. If, if, if folks have seen the cover of the CD, it's actually in the colors of the Ukrainian flag. So it's kind of my tribute to the peace effort. I won't call it a war effort, the peace effort. Well said. I, get, well, yeah. I, donate, I donated a portion of all sales to the uh, Ukrainian relief funds. Well, speaking of that, where can people get this CD? Well, just, all of my, yeah. I'll just make a more general statement. All of my, all of my CDs are available on Bandcamp. Jeff Fuller One, jefffuller1.bandcamp.com. And that is the uh, Bandcamp, as you folks may know, is the only record sale site where musicians get a fair, really the fairest share, let's put it that way. And uh, it's, it's worth visiting Bandcamp to support all of your local artists. Yeah, I just really just discovered it. And it's also. You can sample the music before you buy it, which is which is nice. There, you, I think you can actually listen listen to entire cuts there. You don't have to, uh-huh. it's not just a short. Set. Yeah, you can listen to the whole cut. That's great, fantastic. <laughs> and then decide to buy it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hopefully, move forward to this actual transaction. So right. once again, Jeff Fuller is here, a bass player of many decades and of much notoriety around not just New Haven, but in New York and globally, really, because I know you've done a lot of traveling and you have a background in world music. I know, I understand you studied in India and uh, you studied Mm. traditional music there. Just say a word about that and and how that might have, I don't know, propelled Mm -hmm. or influenced you as a musician. Oh, very, very definitely so. Um, First of all, I think all of a a musician coming up in this world, um, is exposed to many different types of music and you learn from, learn from everything. Really. You, you learn something from, uh, pop music, from rock music, from classical music and all kinds of things. Jazz has to me always been the, the music that's the most all encompassing. You can, you can, um, kind of express yourself with many different, uh, voices in jazz it can be sweet, it can be raunchy, it can be loud, soft, it can be fast, slow. Uh, anyway, on the world music, yeah, I, I um, have always been interested, actually, in in music of other cultures. And 
broadly interested in other cultures, period. Uh, but um, when I was um, an undergraduate music student, uh, the opportunity came to study Indian music, South Indian music, at Wesleyan University with with the, some of the great masters of that tradition. And uh, I took it upon myself, along with another friend, Frank Bennett, the great drummer, to uh, go uh, learn to play South Indian music on the veena. Now, the veena is, a, is like a lute, a four-string lute with drone strings on the side. And the music of South India is very uh, much like jazz in that they are songs. They play songs, and the songs have a song form, and then they improvise on the songs. And even though the music is quite modal and based on Indian ragas rather than harmony and chord changes that we have in the West, the process is the same. And um, as you can well imagine, the virtuosity of, uh, of the Indian musicians, South Indian musicians especially, is 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 absolutely amazing it's a classical music it's a classical music that uses improvisation so that's one of the one of the world musics I, i've studied and uh, I, as i mentioned before uh, latin music broadly afro-cuban and brazilian music uh, i've kind of studied in the same way both by playing with great players and by doing lots of listening and studying of the of the forms and rhythms and uh, all of the elements of the music Wonderful to hear that. We're now going to launch into I Mean You. And say a word about that song, because uh, not everybody is familiar with Thelonious Monk's oeuvre, so to speak. But uh, Yeah, well, I mean, Monk, Monk of course, has, a, has a, a enormous oeuvre, and he, he, this is one of his better-known compositions. Um, I Mean You is really kind of a simple simple tune really but those elements combine in a monk's unique fashion to form a, a song which is a, I think it's a t what you would call a typical AABA song form but enough off the beaten track to be very attractive especially to jazz musicians what we did was we applied another song's rhythm to this piece. We applied the so-called the epistrophe rhythm, which is a 6-8 rhythm. We applied that to I Mean You and uh, put the two things together. Composing means putting things together. So we put these things together in this composition. That's, that's, that's about all there is to it. <laughs> well, the execution of this, when I, when I heard Darren Litzy playing the six that you just articulated against the standard melody, which is in, you know, four, four swing time, playing those two things right. together. It was like, I was like, they must have uh, multi-tracked this. They, that's impossible to do th those two things at once. No, You're, we did it live, man. We did it live. That's incredible. Well, I'm delighted that uh, we can play this now. So let's listen to I Mean You by the Jeff Fuller Trio. Fr Jeff Fuller and Friends is the name of the group. Jeff yep. Fuller on bass, Darren Litzy on piano, and Ben Delello on drums.
I Mean You, a Thelonious Monk tune performed by the Jeff Fuller Trio. Well, Jeff, thank you for that wonderful arrangement. Presume that uh, Darren had something to do with that. Oh, yeah, he, he mastered that. Uh, like you said, that ability to play in two time signatures at once, that was great. Yeah, that's in- incredible. And a great drum solo, again, from Ben DeLello. It's great when, you know, there's a basic, you know, 12-8 feeling going in the groove, and a drummer can, and as Ben did, he, he, he shifted between playing triplets, you know, you know, he shifted back between 16th notes, duplets, so to say, and triplets. That's such a powerful statement. So great. Well, we, we, we also held each other together through some of these parts, too. You notice that the bass was walking throughout uh, Ben's whole solo, too. So that, that yes. helps give him a rep. Yeah, I think that that's really a, a nice feature. And it's, it's sort of more typical of Latin music than it is of jazz. You know, normally the drummer is sort of set free to wander in the in the mists and the wilderness and, and then return hopefully <laughs> on the correct beat when the band comes back. But to keep it, you know, keep the groove going, giving the drummer something to play against for me is, is like way more fun as a drummer, as a percussionist to do. Absolutely. I agree. Yep. So, all right, we're going to play one more from this CD, and then if we have time, we will move on. Maybe we'll play something from uh, one of your past productions. There's a couple of songs I'd love to play. But anyway, once again, speaking with Jeff Fuller, this is uh, WPK in Bridgeport, my show the first Tuesday of each month, and it's called Rainy Day Radio, and it always rains when I do my show, so I I must have some kind of supernatural power, which I wish I didn't have. (laughs) It's rainy, definitely rainy today, no doubt about it. Yeah, I I know. You know, one one other thing I'd like to say is a few of the places that I'm going to be playing um, around the area of Southern Connecticut. For sure. Um, First of all, the easiest way for people to really keep track of it is to go to my website, Again, jefffuller.net. Don't forget that's three F's in a row. J-E-F-F-F-U-L-L-E-R.net. And I have, you know, I'm working actually coming back from vacation uh, Saturday and starting work on Sunday at the Lobster Shack in East Haven. On Monday, I'm playing with the uh, Pat Todd's big band uh, in uh, Guilford. Um, we, We got gigs booked all week. I do the jam session at Cafe 9 on second Tuesday of each month. So things are things are busy, but I urge people to just check my website for, uh, yeah. for uh, updates performances in the area. We're going to be back at the Side Door Cafe in March on March 31st for our third uh, visit to the Side Door Cafe. Oh, that's great! I was going to ask you about that because I heard I think I heard Darren and Ben talking about it after your best video gig. So, are all the gigs yeah. that you just mentioned are they all trio gigs? Sometimes you you do a, play as a duo also. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're just gigs with different people. The trio's got a bunch of gigs coming up. That side door uh, gig is uh, is one that I wanted to mention, particularly we're also going to be at the Milford Arts Center uh, in April. We're going to be at La Zingara in Bethel uh, and a couple of other places. I can't remember right off the top of my head, but I, I'll uh, I'll keep my website updated. Yeah, and then the other gigs are mostly uh, jazz guitar duo gigs with uh, Tony Lombardosi, uh, Joe Carter, Gary Grippo. Um, we have one coming up with uh, uh, 
Chris Morrison. So, you know, we, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You have a, um, a mailing list, I believe, which, I, which I'm on, because I get, I get email updates. Is that still active? Yeah. Yes. So how, yeah. do, how do people get it on that? On my email list? Y- yeah. I'll go to my website and send me a contact form, and I'll, I'll add you to my email list. Excellent. It's getting to be uh, over 600 people generally speaking now yeah pays to pay attention to that email because it's great to be able to realize that we have really good jazz right here i'm very happy to get that email well i know that uh, it's past probably past your bedtime jeff (laughs) (laughs) not necessarily but uh uh, it's awfully nice up here in Cape Cod. I can just tell you that. It's very relaxing up here. Yes, indeed. As, uh, you, as you know, as you know. Yeah, I do. I love it. So, all right. So we're going to listen to the last tune that we're going to check out from this CD, which is Breathing on a Bike. And I love the title. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about how that came about, but also maybe a little about, about how what your compositional process is. I mean... I heard you mention, you know, doing something on a piano. So I'm not sure how, how much piano you use in, in composing. But tell us about sure. this song and how you did it. Well, I'd be happy to, Richard. I mean, um, this is actually one of my favorite little tunes that I've written recently. And for several reasons. Um, so I, I'm an avid bicyclist. I, I ride whenever the weather's nice. In fact, I actually rode just just before New Year's, uh, when the, we had a nice day, I rode. I ride out on the Farmington Canal Trail uh, up uh, up through Hamden and into Southington. Um, and I found that I breathe when I'm really you know moving well. I breathe in five four time, <laughs> so it's um, in two out three. So it's <sighs> one two three four five one two three four five. Mm. So. Um, be that as it may, every time I would come back from a, from a bike trip, I would sometimes have you know nice music going through my head, and this one I particularly sat down at the piano and came out with. Uh, you're interested in my compositional process. Thank you. Um, this particular song has harmony which I've never heard before, and so I had to put it into a composition. I wanted to hear it. Uh, I'll I will uh, I will spare your listeners, all the details, but it starts out in a major key, but then the first modulation is to the tritone without any delay. I simply go from like C major to G sharp minor seven, C sharp seven, F sharp major. And so I'm I'm within two measures a tritone away from the beginning. And it sounds very, very uh, connected. It sounds very natural. There's no, nothing jarring about it. So that's what's happening with the harmony. Then I have to also apologize to all my listeners that while I breathe in 5-4 time, this song is in 4-4 four, four time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was getting so ready. My breathing on a bike is the... Breathing on a bike is the inspiration, but this one is not in 5-4. This is in 4-4. Four, four. As I discovered, I was ready to like vigilantly count 5-4, but it didn't have to. Just remind us, what is a tritone? You know, describe it in the interval. Okay, the tritone is a, is an augmented fourth or a diminished fifth. So it's, it's a do, re, mi, fe, do, uh-huh. fe, do, fe. 
Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, it's. Uh, it's considered a, in medieval times. It was considered diabolic. <laughs> it was never never to be used in music. But of course, in jazz, we we break all the rules. Yeah. Um, so that's what I do with my composing too. I, I try to I try to tweak the rules. If the rules are are such that you would ordinarily modulate to say the fourth rather than the augmented fourth. I'm saying I'm going to modulate to the augmented fourth. Now, it's not so groundbreaking, but I think you'll enjoy how it sounds. That's that's the best part about it. Now, incidentally, there's another tune on the CD called 716 Samba. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that one. I 716 did. Samba. Yeah. It's not in 716. It was written on July 16th. <laughs> yeah. Once again, I was like getting ready to count, and I was like, wait a minute. This nope. is, amounts to fraud, I think. Musical fraud. Nope. Uh, read the liner notes. It explains it. <laughs> it explains it in the line. All right. We're going to listen to Breathing on a Bike, Jeff Fuller's original composition. Here we go.
Very sweet. Very sweet indeed. And also Thank a, you. a little bit piquant. It's, it's very chromatic. I mean, I, yeah. if you had to look at all the notes on the page, you'd see a lot of sharps and flats. Uh, it changes key often. And so that uh, that kind of chromatic harmony usually lends itself to, uh, you know, like a, a feeling of uncertainty or, or, or mystery or something. You know? Yeah, it was, it was very much like that. A beautiful, beautiful bass solo, by the way. I love that solo. Thank Let's, you. Let me just see here. So I think we should probably wind down so that you can get up early and have breakfast at the, <laughs> <laughs> at the motel. Get, if you're getting a free breakfast, you don't want to miss that. So well, we, ha we actually have an early boat to uh, Martha's Vineyard tomorrow morning. Uh-oh, uh-oh, yeah. That's, that's a good reason to get up early. All right, well, so maybe we should uh, play one more. I actually wanted to play one from the Happenstance CD. I did like the title tune a lot, but then I thought, you know what? I listened to uh, Nice Try, and, and that, when I listened to it, I said, oh, I, this is a good one. I got to play this. So I'm not sure if that f uh, floats your boat, but uh, if, if you don't mind, we'll play that as our last track. And before you go, I just Thank want you, Eric. Is that a good one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I yeah. wanted to ask you just one question about the subtleties of rhythm, which, of course, is my obsession. So I'm wondering... In a trio, actually, where you, you can really keep track of what each of you are doing. Like when I play with my salsa band, it's 10 pieces, and it's kind of like when I do radio. I don't know who the hell is listening. You know, what I mean? It's like I, I'm here doing my show, and you know there might be two people and no people out there listening. So when you're in a big band like that, sometimes you just, you know, unless you have fabulous, you know, unbelievably good monitors, you don't know who's actually hearing what you're doing. But in, yeah. a, in a trio, you know, you, you, you keep track of each other. So my question is, is there a, a leader who sort of sets the feel, you know, who establishes the groove and uh, others follow that leader in maintaining the groove? Or is there mm -hmm. more give and take in terms of, of establishing and, and or keeping the groove? Well, um, uh, that's a great question, Richard. Um, in a trio, it, it, in this kind of a trio, it's all about listening. It's all about listening to each other um, and uh, developing a common groove, which uh, which is right for the moment, if that makes any sense. Um, so one night we may play uh, some night music a little faster, a little slower, Uh, another night we may play a ballad, uh, slow song, even slower than we've never played it before. So in those circumstances, and that's the way we like to do it too. We like to change things up, not just to change things up, but because every time you do something, it feels a little different. Um, a good example on the new CD is Emily. Sometimes we play Emily a little bit more bright. Sometimes we play it a little more subdued. But in terms of the responsibilities of each of us, it's 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 uh, it's finding the common groove, and then keeping that common groove. When we when you speak about groove, sometimes you speak about time, musical time. Is it is it holding steady? Is it getting faster? Is it getting slower? Well, the goal for me and for my group, for any group I, I try to play with, is always to keep the time absolutely firm and steady. So whatever the first tempo is. 
is the right tempo to continue playing. So that will have some effect on how you play. If a song is played much faster than you're used to, you have to adapt your playing to that tempo. Um, you know, and then other times we'll play a, a song in a new key. And so we have to adapt to those kinds of things too. Yeah. So we're all responsible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there's uh, also the issue. Sometimes there's somebody who is rushing in, in what they're doing. Uh, and that starts to get a little bit stretching the, the groove too much in the wrong direction there might be a, yeah. a, somebody in the group who's, who's like saying, no, 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 I'm the timekeeper here. Come back. And I've, I actually have had to play that role in, mm. in, in the salsa band because, you know, when people solo, they tend, sometimes they tend to get, they tend to speed up. Yeah. And so yeah, they get, everyone gets excited. Yeah. I yeah. understand. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sitting in the middle and I'm like trying to sometimes literally putting on the brakes, you know, like try, literally trying to like lean back with the time to try to bring things yeah. back into, into the, the original groove tempo. So you know, there's always a give and take, even in our trio. I mean, let's say, let's say uh, the song starts and I feel that it's a little bit slow. I'm going to start to play on top of the beat, uh, you know, almost to the point of like playing a little faster mm. than it's, than it started at least. Yeah. And the, and the thing is there that it's a suggestion you give a suggestion, let's move this up, okay, guys, let's move this up. And if somebody uh, responds and, and, and joins me or whoever's doing the, the uh, pushing, uh, great. If not, then you just have to settle back and continue to play the music, you know. It, it's a democracy. <laughs> Everyone has their say. Well said. All right, let's listen to uh, and say, as we say goodbye to Jeff, to this last track. This is from the chronology of your CDs. Happens, uh, Happenstance. Oh, this is, the, uh, this is the middle one of five. Middle of CD of five. Okay. Happenstance CD. Middle one of five. Mm -hmm. All right. That's the title of the album. We're going to listen to the track, Nice Try. And I want to thank Jeff Fuller for staying up late with us here tonight. And anybody oh, no, else... <laughs> Not too bad for you. Yeah, you're a musician. You you you're used to yeah, getting yeah. three hours sleep. Uh, but uh, all to also <laughs> to my listeners who uh, or listener, <laughs> and um, I want to thank you all for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Jeff Fuller and his friends who have all been playing in virtuoso style on his CDs that we've been listening tonight. But the new one, Keep Hope Alive, is a beauty, and uh, it's got. 12 tracks on it and they're delicious. So, all right. Available on Bandcamp. Good. Bandcamp. Jeff Fuller 1.bandcamp. Is that how it is? Yep. All right. Here we go. Nice try. And Jeff, nice try. And also, you, <laughs> you sunk it. You sunk the ball. It went right in. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. Talk, Talk to, to you soon, soon Richard. Yes. Bye bye. Bye bye.
That is Nice Try from Jeff Fuller's Happenstance CD. That's Jeff Fuller and Friends, his uh, third CD production of five.